listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we have a very special guest who delves into the marriage sphere. So if you're married and feeling like you want more love, connection, and sexiness, make sure you stay tuned for this entire show today. Debbie is a former attorney and Colorado registered psychotherapist who has also studied life and couples coaching, as well as sacred and embodied sex coaching methodologies. She's inspired by her own experiences growing up in a sex-shaming culture, haven't we all, mm-hmm. <laughs> and enduring a long sexless marriage before creating life-changing intimacy. She helps women transform their relationships with their bodies, selves, spirits, and partners. So enjoy musing around with us today as we chat with Debbie. She's going to help us get unstuck, get out of our busy minds, and into pleasure, which you know I love. And she has a focus of helping you be a beloved, cherished woman, Welcome, Miss Debbie Marielle Elzia. Did I say it right? Thank you, Crystal. Yay. Yay. We're so glad you're here. Yeah, super excited. All right. So as we were like getting ready for everything, you know, we were talking about that being a beloved, cherished woman and like what that is and how one of the themes that went into that was being your husband's girlfriend. So I'd love to start there right away and just really get into that. How do we do that? Why would we want to do that? What does it mean? And what is it to be beloved and cherished? Yeah, great question. I actually, it's reminding me of a post uh, article that I did recently, which said, are you your husband's girlfriend or are you his mother, his roommate or his rival, Mm. right? There's, there's a lot of roles we can take on in a marriage. And I am always of the mindset that being the girlfriend, the lover, the, the cherished woman is the best place to be, right? So we channel kind of some of that energy back. Remember when you were dating and you were falling in love, how adorable and sexy and playful you were and how wonderful and romantic and special he was? Well, mm. you are still those people inside. How do you get that energy back even though now we're in long-term relationships? And the truth is you have to cultivate it right? So what happens is, is as women, what we crave more than anything for most women, I can always only speak for most women, most men, is we love to be cherished, adored, chosen, special, emotionally connected, right? And for our man, what he's really craving is he wants to be your man. He wants you to admire him, appreciate him, respect him. So we're kind of speaking different love languages, right? But to become a cherished woman, if we show up largely, you know, really focusing on the good in him and not always looking at the bad, like the proverbial socks on the floor that become (laughs) a focus once we are married, right? We start (laughs) focusing on the things. Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do this without asking, right? We didn't even ask him to do it, but he should have read our mind and known, right? (laughs) So we start focusing on the negative. So instead, you know, I help women focus on the positives and be that, you know, loving, respectful girlfriend that also is kind of playful and sexy because then you, when you, and when you're in a good mood too, you're, you're irresistible to your man, right? And who doesn't want all that attention from our man? So it's how we show up is how he shows up. 
Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, were, we were even kind of just talking about that the other day, about just how to evoke almost being worshipped, you know, because when you're in that state and it's like being worshipped. And so I feel like that's very similar to just being cherished. Yeah. It's, yes, it, that's what I was thinking. We were talking the other day just outside of like podcasting about how like if you feel like worshipped and like that way by your husband, like all everything else goes away, all your frustrations. Like so it kind of goes both ways. Like if you're feeling that way from him, then he can give back to you. Yeah. It's a real shortcut to like personal growth and self-esteem and things like that. So many women are like, I need to work on myself or, you know, I need to love myself more. You know what I mean? What could be better than being your man's adored woman? Talk about a shortcut to like feeling good about yourself, you know, especially when you've earned that by being a wonderful partner. Yeah. So how do you do that? Like what (laughs) I was thinking, how do you do that? And, or maybe an easier question is like, how do you help women learn how to do that? And stay there. A big part of it is, is focusing on the positives. So uh, there's a whole school out now called positive psychology, which all of psychology traditionally has been based on Freud and focused on pain, suffering, mental illness, right? Getting people from, you know, bad, bad places to a zero to normal. Positive psychology is about what is human flourishing about, what makes life good, what makes life worth living. So I help the woman to use these techniques to show up happier about herself, about her life in a better mood, in a good mood and less stressed. When we are relaxed and in a good mood, our husband is magnetically drawn to us. Is he not? Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, so that's like- one of the first steps. He wants you to be happy and in a good mood and happy to see him. So that would be the first part is taking responsibility and not being like, I'm not happy. It must be you, <laughs> which right. is not an unusual mindset, but it's like, how are we going to take charge of our own happiness and self-care and looking at the silver linings and the bright sides and such in life and being grateful for what we have. So that would be like, the first stage of how do you become a cherished woman? Make sense? I love that. And then the totally. second part is how do you relate to a man that makes him want to please and delight you and be your hero? Yes. And like <laughs> I alluded to, you know, men are craving our respect, our approval. They are born from women. They love it when we are approving and caring and respectful of them. And we are not trying to turn them into our girlfriend with unrealistic yeah. expectations about what a man should be. So yeah. we're, make sense? Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. love that. I, mm-hmm. It definitely was a pivotal, pivotal shift for my own relationship when I stopped looking at him as trying to like make him perfect or something more like me and instead accepting like, oh, you do it that way. <laughs> And and really liking that and being like, oh, okay, so that's how you're showing up. This is why I actually am attracted to you because we are opposite. Like, I don't want you to just be my friend. I want you to be my polar opposite. I want the attraction to be there and all of that stuff, you know? Yeah. And that's a good point is uh, um, when it comes to male female dynamics, that is part of the attraction. We did not, we we don't want to turn our men into our girlfriend because then we lose the sexual attraction for him. Right. And if same way, if we are too much in our masculine head of, you know, being up in our heads and wanting things done our way, he's not attracted to us. 
because right. we're not in our feminine. He's not in his masculine. And that kills off sexual attraction, which is the third part of my coaching and becoming a cherished woman is the sexual bond. How? I mean, the sexual bond is so important to a couple. It's the only thing you can't get elsewhere, right? You can mm -hmm. only get this from each other. You married each other. So you pledged lifelong fidelity to each other. And that's a big deal, right? So you have to mm -hmm. get this part right. And what your man generally, if he's like most, what he wants more than anything is not just a woman who puts out, but just a woman who desires him, who actually yeah. desires him and has a good time with him. Yeah. For sure. So frequently, if a woman doesn't, it's because it's we're up in our heads. We're the one with body anxious, anxiety issues. We're the one with judgment, guilt, shame, unworthiness, distraction, the inability to relax. We're stressed out. So it's largely if we're not connecting uh, lovingly in the bedroom, it's something that we need to work on. Yeah. Well, and something else that you were talking about is that idea of how often we show up in our masculine energy, you know, we're so like, go, 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 do, do, do. We get into this whole zone. And I'm just going to imagine that. And mm -hmm. you tell me if this is true or not, but like, you're a successful business person who started out as an attorney. I'm sure you were like living in that world even more. Did you feel that way? Like as an attorney, you had to show up in your masculine even more than you do now. I've always kind of instinctively, cause I'm almost six feet tall. And, uh, date, you know, my dating pool has always been very small. The more Aww. educated a woman is, the taller she is, the smaller and smaller her dating pool is. And so, um, so I think I've always instinctively tried not to turn on the heavy masculine because I am so I'm taller than 80% of guys in the room. So I think I've always tried to lean towards keeping the femininity alive. And that's helped a lot, you know, with my husband yeah. <laughs> thinks, thinks I'm adorable. <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right. So I have a question talking about all this. So what are some tips to like help us get in our feminine a little more? Like what do you have any little like gems or things you could share? Like, yeah. I mean, like or... one would be like, don't run around in sweatpants all the time. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> puts your husband's coming home now he's coming home from work put something cute on put a little makeup on you know put your hair down notice the difference of how you feel when you changed into when you are in an outfit that looks good on you notice the difference put here i, I have an exercise i do with my clients pick out the the, the frumpiest ugliest out, you know, outfit in your closet and put it on and write down how you feel Pick out the sexiest outfit in your closet and write down how you feel. We are responsible for how we show up. And this is also how we show up as far as turned on. Most of our turn on originates from our head and our heart. Mm -hmm. And so we can have the impact of showing up turned on. Or as I say, a woman, if a woman is all stressed out in her head, thinking about work, thinking about kids, think about this, that pity the fool that tries to turn her on. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> well, and, and I love that too, because it ties right into being his girlfriend, right? You know, you're good. If you are just dating, that's how you're going to show up. You're going to be putting on your cuter outfits. You're going to be evoking that in yourself. And it just, it's like a domino effect of yes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're looking forward to seeing him. You have anticipation. I'm looking forward to seeing you. You can look forward to seeing your husband too. You can send him a sweet, sexy text too. So, you know, treat, 
kind of channel that sweet energy you had when you were excited to see him. Yeah. And so do you feel like that just bleeds right into the bedroom or do you like to bring in even more? Because I know like just amping it up and getting more of that sexiness and more of that in the bedroom as well as part of everything that you offer. Yeah. I mean, we are largely responsible for our own turn on. So if again, if we are, if we are always stressed out and overly busy so that our sex life is no priority to us, maybe it's the last thing we think about when we're exhausted and fall into bed, but we don't prioritize it. Um, it's not going to be that good for us. If we don't know what we like, if we don't aren't able to vocalize what we might like, what we might like to try, what kind of touch we like, then you know, what's going to happen. He's going to bring what he likes or worse, what he saw on porn. Mm-hmm. And we are just kind of passively going like, I'm not into this. And then eventually we are not very interested in making love to our husband because it's just not that good. Right? right. So we can, you know, reduce our stress levels, figure out some things that we like, right. And be able to communicate so that we create an atmosphere of being like lovers, sexual explorers together. Right. We need to lighten up and have, have a good time. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So when we were talking before the call too, we were talking about some of that and how women tend to want to bring more of that intimacy, close connection, that type of stuff. And so women seem to be more like directed towards exploring things like Tantra and that type of stuff. And yet men will hear that word and they'll think like, no ejaculation or this or that. And they'll start to shut down and be like, "Eh, I don't, I don't want that. So so, that's why Tantra has not taken off. (laughs) So what I know you have a special like way, a knack, a knack of helping women do that with, because the majority of women are with more ordinary type dudes. Right. So what, what do you do to help women do that? Yeah. So I believe that what most women want is emotionally connected lovemaking. Mm-hmm. And I've gone through like sex coaching schools and things like that, which are super sex positive and they're very, you know, polyamorous and, you know, kinky oriented and things like that. But my focus is the regular woman who wants to be made love to and doesn't just want like sex. I mean, you can still have like very physical stuff, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's an emotionally connected. So that's why there's a big emphasis on the relationship, right? Is a late relationship feels safe and trusting and relaxed because the best sex for women comes from a place of feeling relaxed already safe, relaxed mm-hmm. men. Absolutely. They can have sex to relax, but usually we can't, right? We want to yeah. be relaxed and then add arousal on there. So it, it, tantric ties beautifully into the emotional connectedness that women want. Uh, it works. There's, there's often rituals like, you know, sharing of heartfelt words or, you know, preparing a, a lovely space. It, there's a slow pace, very much taking your time, which is suits our bodies, which take 10 times as long to get fully aroused as the male body. Um, There might be an emphasis on only giving or only receiving, which is a lovely switch because most times people are having sex, making love. And it's like, you're both trying to give and receive at the same time, right? You're trying to get turned on while making sure he's turned on. And then like, you're distracted because you're trying to do two things at once. So there's often an emphasis on only receiving or only giving. Let's see, what else do women love about Tantra? Women love that it's journey. It's about enjoying the journey, and it's not like orgasm chasing, because mm-hmm. what happens is, is you know, 
what's the typical sex act is um, one of you is trying desperately to come while the other is trying desperately not to. Right. <laughs> Guess who's who? <laughs> oh, that sounds like so much right? work. So exactly. So it takes the pressure of orgasm off because the point is to enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. And also there's an emphasis on getting out of your head and into your senses and into the moment. And all of these, I, I emphasize, you know, in my coaching with women and I strip out the woo because most men are not interested in all that new age woo that comes with Tantra, right? So we can do this without talking about chakras and goddesses and things like that, right? But we can get heartfelt, connected, slow lovemaking that I'm totally borrowing shamelessly from Tantra but they don't even have to know it's Tantra. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I love your approach to it. It's, um, it's just very interesting and it's so, um, I don't know if the word is like tangible. It just seems so attainable, like the way you're explaining it and just your overall like knowledge and background of it. It's very appealing. <laughs> I Thank think you. I love it. I love the approach you're bringing to it. It's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. And so with that, you know, I saw that you have that uh, blissful bedroom boot camp. Is that is that a free boot camp for that anybody can just kind of hop on and kind of see if they? Well, that's the name of my Facebook group. It was called okay. that, but it's uh, it's a Facebook group, and it's called More Intimacy in Marriage for Women. Mm. And there's about twenty five hundred women in it, and I post every day something like tips for your marriage, or women share their dilemmas, and it. So I invite women to join More Intimacy in Marriage for women. Nice. Cool. That's great. I love that. And how else, how else do you do this work then with people? Is it one-on-one? -on -one? Oh, is it a group? Yeah, it's one-on-one, -on -one. It you know, it's sexual issues. So it's one-on-one. -on -one. I emphasize that although, um, it's not therapy, right? We don't need to dig deep into the past, the pain, understand why you feel the way you do. You know, if, you're, if your sexual relationship issues are um, rooted in trauma and mental illness, by all means, see a professional about that. But most women, let's face it, they struggle with sexuality because female sexuality is complicated, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> it's complicated. I published some papers that say the seven things women need for great sex and love li and intimacy lives. And there's, there's seven of them. So they are um, knowledge, you know, not only about how our anatomy works, but what we like, knowledge about what we might like. Then there's worthiness and confidence. You know, if we are trying to suck in our bellies while we are making love, we, nobody's having a good time, right? So there's worthiness. My, my desires are normal and natural and I'm deserving and I'm a sexual being and I'm confident and I don't have to have a perfect body or a perfect relationship to have a great time. Then there is time, which reflects two different things. One is that it takes 10 times as long often for a woman to get aroused than a man does. And the other is prioritizing your sex life. Because if you're just waiting till you both are mutually turned on, you're going to end up in a sex-starved marriage, right? If you don't yeah. prioritize mm -hmm. lovemaking together. Then there is, oh my goodness, there's so many. Then there's emotional connection, which I've been talking about, which is that we want to feel safe and we want to feel cherished and we want to feel emotionally connected to our partner. And often we're waiting, a woman will often be waiting, like, I don't feel emotionally connected to him. He's not being romantic or sweet or whatever. But then the guy, if he's like sex starved, he's not being romantic and sweet. Somebody needs to go first mm -hmm. to break this like conundrum because a man often will become nicer and more loving if his sexual desires are being met, 
right? You ever yeah. notice that how loving he is after? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there is creativity because bedroom boredom, you know, it's, it's a, it's not good. And then there's sexual fitness, which is, um, you know, we don't want to prevent against pain, atrophy, things like that. Also, our lady parts can go numb from lack of touch, attention, loving, right? So how to improve sensation? And I'm missing one because there's so many. What's the last one? It's fine. It's like me trying to remember the four love languages. I'm always like, or the five love languages. I can't even get the number right. <laughs> so they'll be like, okay, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, there's, there's, oh, here's the other one, embodiment. Okay. Oh, and this is a hard one because this one's actually a practice why I want to work with women over time. And that is our famously multitasking brains have a hard time switching gears and just being present in the moment, right? We're thinking about the past. We're worried about the future. We're thinking about what's going on in the other room at work, da, da, da right? A man is frequently like sex, focus, right? He's right. focused. He's in the game. How do we get in the game so that we're very, very present? And that's a kind of a practice to shut out distractive thought, distracting thoughts and really be into your five senses as opposed to your head, forgetting that you even have a body. Yeah. 1000%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How many women listening are going, oh my goodness. Yes. And that's <laughs> yeah, true too. You know, I use tantric techniques for that as well, to help women get out of their heads and into the moment. And some of those tantric techniques include breathing, right? A focus on breath and also breathing calms your nervous system. Sound, mm -hmm. sound tells you that you're safe and also that you're having fun and that you're telling your partner you're having fun, right? <laughs> and um, movement, you know, not to just lie there, but to actually, you know, how do you like to move? How do you get into it? You can also move to get yourself in the mood. And then there is a visualization, imagination, touch, different kinds of touch with different kinds of like intention put into the touch. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I love all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I love all this. It's This is such good information. I know people are going to love hearing all of this. Well, I'd love to work with you. <laughs> I know I offer complimentary calls to women to explore what's your vision for your love life and what have your challenges been? And let's see if it's a fit. Well, let's go ahead and share verbally. I'll put it in the links too, but what, where do they go to book that call? My website is called moreintimacy.net. I figure we all want intimacy. And um, when you, you hear women hear the word intimacy, they're often like, oh, it's that, that loving closeness, that special quality time together and such sharing, talking. And when men hear the word intimacy, what do you think they hear? Yikes. Sucks, right? <laughs> Isn't that funny? So big part vulnerable. of my don't hate. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yikes. Vulnerability. Yes. Cause men don't wear their heart on their sleeves. We have to earn their vulnerability. Right. And if we show up in a way that's critical and such, we don't ever get that guy's vulnerability. Now it's real easy to blow because it's not the man's way to wear his feelings and to share his vulnerability, unless he feels also very safe. So we won't use it against him. So yeah. So yes, men, intimacy. I was going to say when men hear intimacy, majority of them hear the word sex. Yes. Yeah. I want more intimacy because I want <laughs> nice. sex and we can't hate each other for the way they're made. Men hear intimacy and they're like, yes, give me some sex. And women are like, oh yes, give me some love right? How do we, how do we get what we both need out of a relationship? Mm, I love that. Yeah. 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 Yes. I love this. And I love your approach too, because I've, you know, I've, I've 
feel this way. And I've heard it from a lot of different teachers that, you know, as women, we really, we set the tone, whether we want that responsibility or not, like we really, we are just responsible for the relationship in a way of like how it's going and how everyone's feeling. Um, and so I like that you're like holding, holding us to that a little bit, like, Hey, this is your responsibility to show up as this empowered woman that you are. Um, and to kind of like another, a famous book out there, getting the love you want, right. That's kind of a lot of what they talk about is like, you gotta, you gotta do the work. And as a woman, we really just have that ability, which is a beautiful gift. And that it can be playful and fun and it doesn't have to feel so heavy. Yes. (laughs) Like even just your energy, it's like, you're going to have fun with this. You know, we have fun in coaching. I say, this is not therapy. We have fun and you know, we we have fun in coaching. It's very much based on positivity, uh, positive psychology. We start with celebrations. I got it. We got to get to focusing on the good in life. Every session. It's like, what are your celebrations for this week? Oh, all these things went well. Hey, things are not so bad. Right. And, um, so it's very positive base. We don't need to probe in the past. I actually have a clause in my contract. Like this is not the place for venting about the past and things like that. We know this is about learning skills, mindset shifts, you know, and making big changes. And so it happens fast, right? The results happen fast. And I always say, you know, to get the best out of your man, show up, you know, a little bit different in yourself. It's not really work, right? I don't, I don't like to say that it's work, but just like try these new things. And suddenly it's like, my husband is like so helpful around the house. You know what <laughs> happened, right? I used to think he was so lazy. And now I notice all these things he's doing. I thank him for it. And he does more. He starts looking for ways to please you when you show up pleasable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I love that. And mm-hmm. I also love just even though you have the psychology background and everything that you don't treat it like traditional therapy. It actually, and I feel like in that you're getting these quick results, as you're saying, you know, it's like put in these few little tweaks into your life, into your perception, into everything and watch. (laughs) Yeah. That's like with the seven things that's like, uh, uh, that women need for great lovemaking and sex lives. It's like, these are not, you know, assuming, assuming there's not like you know, trauma background is keeping you from it. I'm like plenty of women don't have great sex and it doesn't have anything to do with like probing their family of origin, their past. And, you know, that boy, you know, that put, you know, that went too far. It's really not that it's just that it's complicated. You're not broken. You don't have the skills. You don't talk about it with anybody making it normal, de-shamifying it, Mm -hmm. you know, and you don't celebrate it and learn and explore new things. So like I said, it's complicated, but you probably don't haven't had a guide. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Love that so much. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other kind of last minute final thoughts that you want to make sure that everybody hears before we again, reiterate how we can get in touch with you? Um, yeah, just said that's, uh, we, we do set the tone of the relationship. If mama's not happy, nobody's happy. A lot of times it's the man that's turned off and doesn't want sex anymore either. That is also a, a niche of mine. So I frequently oh, nice. end up working with women who have low libido, low desire, low drive, right? And often it's a relationship issue combined with a lack of skills and knowledge and things like that. Four out of 10 women have that low desire, low pleasure, or even pain. And also a growing area is the man that's lost desire right? What do you do about that? And it frequently is, it's either a relationship issue, 
right? He's tired of being turned down or she's not really into it. Or it's the, you know, you're acting like his mother and who wants to make love to their mother, mm-hmm. right? So, <laughs> so he's, you know, there's a, there's a relationship issue that needs to be reversed or it's a performance issue because, you know, as we are aging population, 40% of men in their forties have ED, 50% in their fifties and so on. Plus there's the impact of porn, which mm-hmm. I'm always kind of anti-porn because there's no loving, honoring, cherishing of women. And also that's not how real women get turned on usually, right? right is by the mm-hmm. stuff that they see in porn. So there's all, the, all those impacts. And even then the woman can still do a lot because you create a relationship where we're gonna inspire him to want to take care of, you know, the, the challenges that he has, because there's so much shame around erectile dysfunction and such with the men. So how do we get past that is a, another challenge for my ladies. Mm. Mm. I love that you added that because mm-hmm. we haven't touched upon that at all. And I think that it's a really important topic. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. You're not broken. Male female relationships. I call it the ultimate multicultural relationship, right? Almost <laughs> interspecies, right? So learn, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Learn how to relate to your man in a way that makes him want to be your hero. And the same thing, learn how to relate to each other in the bedroom so that you're both are really happy with the experience. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Me too. All right. Tell everybody again, how to get in touch with you. Yep. My website is moreintimacy.net and my Facebook group is more intimacy in marriage for women. And my name is Debbie Muriel Elzia. Thank You're you. amazing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for all this amazing information and knowledge. And just, um, I love just that reassurance that you're not alone. I think everything you said, it probably really resonates with a lot of women and just sometimes just hearing it is just the first step. Yeah. So it's so wonderful. Yeah. And we encourage everyone who was ignited by Debbie's awesome to really check her out. Cause I love her stuff. And yeah, there's a quiz the on my deal. website quiz on there. What's blocking your bliss, you know, where I take those seven things and be like, what are your top needs? So nice. that cool. could be eye-opening for women as well. I love it. I love it. Thank nice. you. Yeah. Let's all go take the quiz. Yeah. Let's do it. Tell us your results. <laughs> yes. Do it. Tell us your results. I'll put the post up and we can share what you got. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Great. Thank you, Crystal. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Instagram at enlivening musings, connect with Crystal on her app, pleasure fairy, connect with Katie on her website, wellnesswithkatie.com. Enjoy.